Welcome to That's a Chunky. This is Kevin here with the hot tub king of Detroit, Jared, and the best father in the whole <laughs> wide world, James. Good enunciation on that, Kevin. Yeah, well, I, 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 I felt like any tiny little babies in the very back of the room could have heard you say that. <laughs> that's that's what we do on That's a Chunky. Uh, we project to the back, uh, particularly when our uh, fathers are using the, the public restroom. This <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, little twist with like Spartacus in there, too, where everyone took credit for the poop. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a nice touch. Before we get into uh, our fifth episode of Detroiters, um, James is going to check in with us. James sadly was missed for episode four, uh, so he has some response to our uh, historical yeah. inaccuracies of episode four. <laughs> it's a rebuttal. Um, yeah. No, I uh, I didn't really have much to add. I feel like you guys did a great job covering it. I thought Jessica was a really great guest and had big time. Uh, she fit in perfectly and had great insight to the show. Um, and there were been. like some, some I forget the specific moments, but there were definitely things where I had made made notes in my prep about the show that episode and like one or all of you guys ended up hitting on exactly what I had like noted. So I was very pleased. Um, a couple things that I think you guys were mentioning while well, you were talking about like the, my uh, ITYSL underscore memes, Twitter account um, and like how I catch so many, I think you should leave things. And I, Jessica didn't take credit for this, but I have to give her credit because she's one of the people who is really good about, catching things and sort of like tagging them or sending them to me so that I can oh, find them there. Nice. Um, so just wanted to like give her a little bit of credit. She's like not only a Detroiter super fan, but a big time, I think you should leave fan and, and great community member who. Um, you have like a, a of... network of whisperers. Like <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. The kids are just like <laughs> yelling, like, setting memes up the drain. It's like here. Adrian Wojnarowski. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. She's she's one of my uh, critical sources, um, insider sources. Um, so that was one thing. And then um, uh, I guess, yeah, that, so that's, that was the main thing I wanted to mention about the episode. And then uh, on the Twitter subject, a couple of things that I, that, um, I wanted to mention was, one was um, the tournament of I think you should leave quotes that yes. I did for March Madness that uh, ended and uh, the the championship quote I think a lot of people suggested that it's because it's become a meme on TikTok or like a uh, like video and audio track that has been used um, and I think that kind of like it got hot at the right time and ended up carrying it to victory was I didn't do fucking shit. I didn't rig shit. Um, and that was the ultimate champion uh, quote. So that was a little bit surprising. There were some other like uh, pretty big time ones that that it actually took out along the way. So, um, but the the rest of the final four was uh, uh, let's see, Billy as in me or Billy as in him. Um, I don't even want to be around anymore. And uh the um not trying to get a laugh 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't want anybody to have the worst day at their job. Um, That's a good one. So anyway, that was a, a great success um, tournament. And then <laughs> one other thing Twitter related is, I don't know if we, I think uh, we had texted a little bit about these, but the, um, the uh, video clips and like, gifs of yeah. tim as like a space captain <laughs> which i like also thanks to jessica re-remembered recently and and uh it's like it's really fascinating and i still don't feel like i have the full story but basically it seems yeah. like like giffy or jiffy i don't know what the, how do you pronounce that oh like, man let's not go there like, but um they uh they it seems like they just paid Tim to like make a sketch and then chopped it up without even having the full sketch and made a bunch of reaction gifs out of it, of him being like a space. I, I can't even tell if he's supposed to be someone on a spaceship or if he's like playing an actor playing someone in yeah. them or what, but it seems like it could be really funny. And I have I like a vague hope that it's going to turn out to be a sketch from either season three or like his new HBO show computer school. That's like in production or whatever. Oh uh, yeah. So anyway, that's uh one other, I think you should leave like uh Twitter tidbit well, that I wanted to mention. We welcome any listener to piece together the, the, the yeah. gifts in an order that makes sense. Uh, that would be a nice task for someone to devote hours yeah. to. I would also, love I'm on the I'm that. on the website now and they are very spread out. So it's like <laughs> I mean there's some repeat ones there, but um Yeah, it yeah. seems like they have like a bunch of of um like gifts with the background taken out, so it's just like him doing yeah, things. And then they have I all know. the gifts of him like doing them with like captions and like sort of borders. And then they have a bunch of videos of them also, where it's like has audio yeah. too of like some of the same things. It's very strange and interesting. I'm, I would love to get a uh, like full explanation of it. There's some stuff there for people to work with. I'm, yeah. uh, I mean, you could piece together the ones where he's laying on the alien's lap <laughs> um, so that it makes sense. Yeah. If people don't know what we're talking about, it sounds weird, but. Um, and like I don't even know what to link to just just go to James, I, there, James Twitter page. Website. I I it's an app that I think I have on my phone, um, mostly to try to find. I think you should leave gifts, but <laughs> yeah. um, and then and then post them like ten seconds slower than James. But um, <laughs> ten yeah, seconds, yeah, no, like two hours slower, ten, ten years, ten years slower. Um, but uh, yeah, if anybody is curious, you can just like Google. Giffy or Jiffy Tim Robinson, and I think it would go to his. It's like all on his account, Tim Robinson. It's like probably jiffy.com slash Tim Robinson or whatever. All right. I'm going right. to jump anyway. into uh, Happy Birthday, Mr. Juvet. Let's do it. So I, Let, I need let's to, hustle. Let's hustle. <laughs> By the way, if you're if you're trying to figure out exactly what the hustle is, good fucking luck because uh, <laughs> it was like these parallel movements uh, designed around mostly disco music, but also some other genres uh, that took place like in New York City, but also in certain Latino communities. That's about all I've got, uh, and it took me about forty five hours of reading. <laughs> 
Um, so uh, maybe we can have someone on in the future to like better describe um, the hustle, um, yeah. the hustle, the hustle expert. But, but damn, if it's not a great um, sort of linking um, activity in this episode, um, just really fun. Also, the concept of like if you go to these, yeah. you ever been lucky to sort of be in one of these communities that uh, parties all across ages. A lot of times it features some sort of like line dance that's uh, easy for everyone to do. And I, I think that's a great uh, moment in the sketch. I mean, maybe my favorite moment in the whole episode, I'm, I'm going a little bit out of order, is when um, <laughs> Sam is told that he can't talk and hustle at the same time. And he says, okay, grandma. <laughs> it's literally his grandmother telling him yeah. while dancing that he can't. And that's just a, a fun thing. But But before we get into that, I, I just want to talk about this. This episode is a departure from sort of the formula yeah. of the first four episodes. So, namely, yeah. we don't have any advertising um, right. in this episode. No more crim. No more yeah. crim. I would say the early episodes also are kind of like a little bit like maybe rambunctious. They feature like youthly hijinks. Um, whereas this one is like a very wholesome family episode. Um, that all takes place at this sort of hall, um, and it's got a it's got a magic to it. It's very different from the other episodes, but it's really a pleasure to watch. Yeah, I was thinking yeah. about that. How it's basically it's like a bottle episode, you know, mm-hmm. like the the everything takes place in one location. It's kind of it like is. out of continuity from the rest of the show, which is interesting that they like did that in this show. Absolutely. Um, we do, what's funny too, is like, I, I felt like the opening scene, um, was almost meant to like transition us between worlds, um, where you have, um, Tim saying, you look beautiful. And Chris is like, who are you talking to? And he's like, my beautiful <laughs> wife. And she moves away off screen and he's like, not my beautiful best friend. <laughs> I-, I love that she had to ask that question as his wife. Like, she yeah. knew that. It could, he could be talking about Sam. It's um, so good. Um, my yeah, wife knows yeah. this. Like, I I love this sort of joke that I call the switcheroo, which is just like, you know, you say something and then you're like, and also, and like you're flipping. I mean, if, if only I could think of a good example right now. Um, but uh, yeah, there's a great, great element to that opening scene. Um then, we, then they set up the conflict like right away, which is like Sam always kills these speeches. Um, he has for a year written all these mustache jokes, which is exactly how I've started to like approach my life. Like I know if I I know if I have to do something in a year, I'm gonna like immediately because I just don't have time to like mentally prepare things. So I'm just like gonna write notes as it goes. Um, and then his dad has shaved his mustache. <laughs> Well, I love before that, like, where he's telling Chrissy what he's doing, and she, he was like, I'm going to do jokes about my oh, dad's mustache, and she's like, damn, that's good. Meanwhile, like, at that, po- at that point, Mr. Duvet, all you see is his face, and the mustache is by far the most prominent feature yeah, of the dude. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah. But, like, no one had even thought uh, about a mustache riff, and uh, presumably they've been doing these every year, and Sam right. has not done a riff on his mustache <laughs> to that point. Um, yeah. I thought, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's like most of these episodes, I don't know if you guys find this, like, they kind of build later. Like, I've noticed for my Big notes, time. like, 
I mean, like, it's not that the beginning isn't, like, good. It really is. It has a lot of, like, heart and um, story building and stuff. But then, like, it really leads to, like, climaxes at the end. Um, Yeah. Yeah. With Mr. Bones uh, falling into the table of pies. Uh, Which my favorite moment, not to step over the format, (laughs) is Tim getting punched in the stomach. Oh, Um, yeah. And him just being like, (laughs) (laughs) I also thought at selling like, like comedic bits like that. It's like Chris Farley level and just like sort of a sight gag. But he's just so fucking good at that. And then it's just a great scene because he's just like moaning through the whole thing. It's great. Yeah. like, I in your face, like, pie lady. In your <laughs> face, pie lady. <laughs> I also like point out there's it's very um like intentional that he was punched in the stomach. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. like they want to like exactly. preserve the fabric of the family. <laughs> Tim's clearly like accepted there. Yeah. Um, Especially when he comes in and the mom says, "Tim, look at you. Give me a twirl." Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love. I love how there's several little like moments like that where it's like you really see how fully accepted into the family yeah. Tim is, and it's really yeah. really sweet and and great. Jared, it's uh, like in the episode, the season two episode where um, the family reunion or whatever, where he's kind of talking shit about Sam's new girlfriend to like the other, like to the mom, and like, and they're all like, "Oh, Tim, you're like, uh, yeah." I just love that. It was, yeah, like, it's great. It's such a great warm feeling. Jared, where's um, your joy buzzer? <laughs> I'm not working right now. The, <laughs> the whole this. Yeah, the whole setup of that. Um it, it brings like a really interesting conflict in uh his name's Julian. He's at his friend's birthday party. Please respect his <laughs> privacy. But also he's saying like I was at an event before and I have to go to an event after this. <clears throat> yeah. But also I kinda I think I'm team Tim on this one. Like you just can't show up to this event. Yeah. Clown makeup and Yeah. And not expect to be asked to to do jokes or, or whatever. Yeah. Like if you went if you had a basketball game and then went to a party in a basketball game and you like showed up in your basketball stuff yeah. and someone was like, Hey, you want to take a couple shots with me? You have to be like, Yeah, of course. Like Yeah. Yeah, but to I just agree. deny. It was a little cartoonish about it, but it, it was a completely fair position to take on the clown, yeah. and no one else seemed to care. They just all took it in stride that he was just a working clown, right? That uh, that had pretty limited makeup for a clown, but it was, <laughs> yeah. it was an acceptable amount. I like I like the makeup. All right, yeah. I'm not saying he, 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 he needed more. It was right, like fine. more of the sort of classical like trampish uh, exactly. clown than the sort of like. Uh, like Ronald McDonald clown. Yeah. I Jared did, doesn't I know squat about clown history. I mean, it's really <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. I know very little clown. I uh, I like Max. His his complaint was asking me to perform here is like asking a mailman to go to for a walk on his okay. day off. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, it's and then um. Yeah, what, oh, what kind also, of car do you drive? Yeah, 2013 you know, Malibu. Malibu. Yeah, and Tim's response is, "You know, I'm not going to get I'm every, not joke. get every joke." <laughs> oh, also, yeah, Tim. Tim had a reaction to one of those. Was wait, was that the that joke? The joke, which yeah. is a, a direct line yeah. from "I Think You Should Leave," which was a, a interesting little tie-in. Which is also funny because, like, 
very different context, but almost exactly the same delivery of that line, like that's intonation. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And that happens a lot in the in the Tim universe. Like, yeah. we we are Tim's biggest fans, but if anyone ever wanted to like debate us, that's probably what they would come with. Like, even some of the sketches we're going to talk about later tonight. Um, there's a couple repeated lines. I don't care if if it's gold. You know, you gotta. Yeah. You know. Um, um, we sort of have like a C level plot in this episode of like um, Mr. Duvet's critique of all the <laughs> speeches. So when I think it's the uh, probably his, I think it's probably supposed to be either his niece or daughter in law, or whatever, when she talks about her pregnancy, he's like, microphone placement is important. You can hear you even through your tears. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, which is also a very awkward phrasing of the that statement too. You Big can time. hear you even through your tears. Um, Tim must have written that one. Yeah, I I I I didn't pick up on it the first time I watched it through, but the second time it was very obvious that Mr. Duvet's. So he like everybody's nervous because he has like such high expectations for the speeches. But it becomes clear that his expectations have nothing to do with the content of them and everything to do yeah. with, like, yes. how clearly you can hear them. And, like, even later on, there's, we we can talk about it later, but there's, like, moments where he's, like, clearly, like, not paying any attention to, the like, how sentimental or, like, heartfelt anything is. And I thought that was, like, extremely funny, like, to that everyone's so nervous about it. And also a funny contrast with Sam, who's like, everyone is like, Oh, you're, you do such a great job at the speeches. And he's like, you know, I do. And like really confident. <laughs> and stuff. Um, Take but it it's easy like, on us. You know, I won't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that made me wonder, like, is Sam always great at the speeches because of him? He's like very funny and, and like the content, or is he just like a very clear speaker? And so his dad is always very happy. It's a good question. Yeah. I'm going to say both. Yeah, probably, probably both. Sam, I mean, guys, yeah, that's package. Yeah, that's the true. other attendees are big fans of him. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming he delivers with his dad as well, but it seems like he just rules the room as you would expect him to um given his many talents um yeah his dad i i I thought he's kind of a narcissist in the way he's like picking apart these (laughs) people that are there for him but he's also like he's like a positive narcissist yeah i mean like he keeps doing the hustle and there's like pure joy on his face when he does that um yeah, he's an interesting character. I, I've considered him for MVP. I've yet to decide mm, on my favorite. I'm already decided. Uh, all right, well, you yeah. can save your vote till later. Uh, also, <laughs> um, we haven't talked about Molly yet. I was going to um, say. Oh, man. Who I can think I just... is really good. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, she. so by the way, the actress who plays her is um, this like renowned writer for all these comedy shows. Oh, um, really? Yeah, yeah, so she's like really famous but i just love they introduce her by talking about like arresting a guy who hadn't done anything it's <laughs> like it ends with her telling the story of like he pissed himself yeah <laughs> yeah who did this to you you know i can have anyone thrown in jail whenever i feel like it i don't even need a reason there's this one guy innocent as a newborn baby i cuffed and stuffed him in the back of my car just to see what would happen and i was not disappointed <laughs> All right, I gotta I gotta riff off this. So then then uh, Sam's mom comes over and says, "Sam, oh wait, 
Or is this Tim saying this? This is Tim saying this. Sam, you're fiddling with your balls. What's balls. wrong? <laughs> well, she had said that earlier to him, which is also yeah. funny. Um, yeah. And then Tim says to her, oink, oink, I thought I smelled bacon. Where's your box of donuts? Well, there's some other stuff in between. Yeah. Uh, and, then and then she, she says, careful. On him. Yeah, which is, that's. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. Every scene she was in basically is like, she's, she's. A stereotype a really, of a terrible a really cop. cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible like, cop. Yeah. And yeah. even like, when she's speech. giving her speech, yeah. yeah, it starts out with her ignoring an uh, officer, like... Uh, officer down, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like... <laughs> um, yeah, the actress is All units, I've been hit, I need back. So her name is Amber Ruffin, by the way. Um, her... Um, variety show, the Amber Ruffin show, is nominated heard that. Yeah. for a primetime Emmy, and she's also been nominated four times as a writer on uh, Seth Meyers' show. Uh, okay, okay. She does that like translation thing he does, or like when there's things that Seth can't say. I think she's one of the two women. Uh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't watch the show oh, as much totally. as I, I like him. Yeah. She's very funny. Yeah, she's great. Um, another funny person on the show is the child um, oh, who sings and just acts like a total asshole, um, including saying, that bitch waitress won't give me a beer, I believe. <laughs> Tim says, that's because you're seven. And he says, okay, sunburn, we're done I, here. Okay, sunburn is a great fucking it's great. Burn. Yeah. It's like the only white dude at an event like that. and just Really like, good. I gotta use that on somebody. Probably you, Kevin. This summer, just... fuck, don't do it. <laughs> I'll never come back from that. Uh, um, and then yeah. claims that he got a huge hog, in which, uh, and he got from it from Santa, Santa <laughs> which led to him to say he asked Santa for a huge hog, and he Who gave me this huge. So good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like it. I like that it was right after. Tim told him Santa wasn't real, but then the kid say, says, "Oh yeah, yeah." He, he gave him the huge hog, and then Tim immediately is like, accepts that Santa gave him the huge. Yeah, hog. exactly. <laughs> how how many great Santa jokes are we getting out of Tim I in his know. career? Man, fantastic. Santa brought it early. Crashmore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Tim Tim does Sam's routine. Yep. Yeah, Which right after funny. right after Chrissy does her great enunciation of to the best yes. father in the whole wide world. And and Mr. Duvet is like extremely pleased by that. You can see off at the edge of the stage too. Can we uh, talk about his intro, which is remember Mr. Duvet had a mustache, and then David, <laughs> who's also a low-key in Yeah, he's funny. This, he has a yes, degree of in course economics. we remember. And then a woman yells, it's fresh in our minds. And then another yeah. one says, I can hear a couple minutes on that. <laughs> and Sam yeah. is just like this. <laughs> like, and yeah. then at the end, it culminates in, Tam- in Tim saying that he's got the second greatest mustache to Aunt Lacey. And we get like a long pause. And I think the actress, I actually looked it up. The actress who plays her is Deborah Cheneau Green. I think she's amazing. Yeah. in her 15 second perform, yeah and then she's yeah. just like when she lets it slide and last yeah yeah it's very funny and everyone everyone loves tim's speech and including chrissy ending it by saying that's my husband that's my <laughs> husband <laughs> uh 
Yeah, this is a good episode, man. I, I do like that it's different. I mean, I love their advertising bits, but this is a good, like, wholesome family episode that yeah. kind of breaks it up. Yeah, and it really, you... the, the family reunion in season two does kind of a similar thing. Um, yeah. You get to like sort it. of see their, their like, relationship. <laughs> like in there you i don't know i mean it's kind of silly to talk about character development and like yeah this particular show but it really is like a little bit of that where you get to see them outside of because because so much of the the advertising stuff is them being like incompetent and like kind of bumbling and this is more of them being like in their element and like kind of everyone sees them as great and like accepts them and and everything it's just it's just fun yeah yeah that's a great point (sighs) a <sighs> couple other highlights i just have written down are um after david's performance where he's just <laughs> flipping a hat onto his head uh, mr dubay just says david you have a degree in economics and then david's like yeah and he like points to him and then he goes back and is like views it as this like really successful performance yeah although um, to give some perspective i who am currently recording this podcast as a degree in economics, so I don't know which is more <laughs> shameful. <laughs> oh, you're doing great, though, Kevin. Don't worry. Oh, thanks, <laughs> yeah, uh, you could flip that hat on your head in one try. Oh man, one or two probably. <laughs> he also, David. I, I really like. I, I'm not going to make David an MVP, but in the very beginning, um, he makes a joke about how old Mr. Bivet is and says he's got to start eating soft food. <laughs> so his teeth don't go bad or, or like or his yeah. teeth don't break and then uh sam is like that's not how teeth work David. Yeah. <laughs> that was a great little line too. <laughs> um i i really like after tim's um speech where he does all sam stuff just his like celebration and like maniacal laughter and dancing so like yeah. rubbing it on sam really funny um <laughs> The kid hits on Chrissy, including the line, you, you got the body for it. It's just so creepy. Yeah. Uh, Tim's, uh, I mean, sorry, Sam's mom says, you're the cutest little ladybug there ever was. Um, she also says, somebody ought to ask her to marry him. Sam, I'm talking to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, very deep line. No spit take. What kind of clown are you? And, and uh, Mr. Bones says, the only clown in this room is you. To Tim. Yeah. Love that. Which is like Tim's face It says yeah, a thousand words in that reaction. Um, and also, Sam, I can get hands clapping and panties dropping. <laughs> Tim says, this is a family event. <laughs> That was great too. Uh, and uh, yeah, are we ready to talk about this? The final scene? Are we going too fast? No, I think we're there. Uh, wait. Uh, I guess we quickly we kind of mentioned the bathroom scene earlier. Oh, true. I, but I, that was kind of one thing I wanted to mention is like, you know, Sam is like basically gives the heartfelt thing about like how much he loves his dad and looks up to him and how, as he's getting older, he's like glad he's kind of turning into his dad. And he's saying like, you know, I wish I could find a way to say that. And then his dad is in the bathroom and overhears and he comes out and says like, that was a great speech. And you're like, Oh, it's so sweet that his dad loves that. He said that about him. And then the only thing his dad says is that like, I could hear you all the way from the back of the room. Like you, (laughs) you spoke so loudly, like, and clearly. 
And so it's like a great sort of riff on, again, his dad only cares about like yeah. how you deliver the speech and not the content, but it still made him very proud of Sam, which is like funny and a, a good little subver subversion. Then uh, many of our listeners might not know the movie Spartacus, which I think won a ton of awards where um, they're trying to figure out the the ancient Roman slave who led the revolt and all of the slaves say they're Spartacus, which is much like the scene where Sam and Tim both take credit for the smell in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. I stunk it up in here with a poop. He did You're flush. Also smelling he, my crap. <laughs> he flushed five times, but there was so much poop it got stuck in the pipe, according to Sam. <laughs> according to Sam. It's <laughs> uh, pretty funny. Yeah. Um, just a, a very nice writing thing. Um, when Mr. Bones starts his speech, it's like the most serious one. Yeah. Andrew Carnegie once said. I pay less attention to what a man says and more for what they do. And Tim just goes classic when he falls off stage. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man, that last scene is, is amazing. Cause you really don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know. And in your face, pie lady. Yeah, the the wink at Tim before he stumbles over <laughs> is also great because it, you, it's well one, it's like great that he like acknowledges and so we all know that he like really was purposely hamming it up for Tim, and then two, it's like very obvious <laughs> that he winks at someone before he <laughs> does this. <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Do we have? Why was he taken away on a stretcher? Was that all part of the bit? I mean, I think he falls pretty violently into that. Um, into the pie table. I have you. Maybe. I mean, Maybe. as a guy who falls into like pie tables on. a lot, I feel like a clown could take a fall like that pretty well. Oh, that's think, a good counterpoint. I was thinking maybe it was like it was just cover for him, so that everybody oh, but maybe. Tim thinks that he actually like injured himself. Yeah, it could be cover. Right. Um, yeah, we have a tough we discussion. We should get Mr. Bones on here to talk about that. Yeah, we have to talk about MVP of this episode. I make I'm a nominee. I'm gonna make a nomination. Okay, let's hear it. Um, I feel like it's gonna be controversial, but I'm gonna nominate Mr. Bones. And I, I, I could I, be outvoted. Um, while you guys while you guys think about it. I believe Mr. Bones was maybe played by like an essential, like a non-actor. Hmm. Um, it's oh. the cat. The IMDb doesn't have roles as, as far as I can tell. And I'm thinking it could be someone named Renardo Pringle. Not hmm. totally sure. Um, and I, what's funny is I believe there's a Renardo Pringle Jr. Who is an active actor, presumably his son. Um, but it was kind of hard to parse through the characters for this episode. So just interesting fact that it was, hmm. I mean, the show casts a lot of people who don't have a lot of credits, much like hmm. I think you should leave. And uh, <clears throat> he just, he really does a great job, uh, whoever played him. <laughs> so, Yeah, right. I, I will say, so I had trouble deciding MVP. Mr. Bones is one of them. Um, Molly, the ex-girlfriend, was mm. another one. 
Very good. And I feel like both of those were also sort of purposely trying to not give it to Sam because, like, how can you just keep giving him and Tim MVPs every episode? Yeah. But Sam, like, really did a great job of kind of carrying the main storyline. But, like, in the interest of of uh, kind of, like, mixing it up a little bit, I think I probably will g- go with Mr. Bones also. I think he kind of, like gets the climax and and gets like a good sort of through line the whole episode but i could be persuaded if jared's got a um, i would have probably go i'd probably go molly if it was Mm. like my but it's not a strong like no-brainer like fight to the death i would feel comfortable with co-mvps to be honest between yeah i i feel like i could yeah maybe do that yeah let's let's do do that we're doing that. They, like they were both, both excellent. I like Mr. Bones too. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. both. And and just some sort of like shout outs. I thought um obviously Oba Baba Tunde as Mr. Duvet was really good. Yeah, um, yeah, um, and who do who do we mention the uh, David David is David was David. really good. The little kid um, Isaac oh, Ryan Brown is the little yeah, kid. The little kid's really good. And then Great. also, I thought this was a really good Shantae Delon episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She was really good. She it really was, good yeah. She, Wait, I mean, like, the, oh, go ahead. Oh, time out. Was that little kid, was he the um, young, um, God, what, what was that? There was like a young comedian show. Was it Chris Rock? Did he play young Chris Rock or something? Or young it Dave was, Chappelle? but it wasn't him. Um, the what? It looks just like him, doesn't it? A little bit. Um, I I know his big credit is he was on twenty eight episodes of Blackish. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, I think he's uh, has a very active career. It also looks like he may have um, made a song with Raven Simone, if that is even possible. Wow. I don't even. I mean, I he has even... a good voice. We heard him in the episode. That's true. That's true. I don't even know how to like parse that out, but. Um, <laughs> Because she was young and now is not, and he. But anyway, um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't think he was the. I think the show you're thinking of, Jared, is everybody. Everybody, everybody hates, Chris. hates Chris, and sure. I think that was a different actor. Um. Hmm. Oh, I have one other note. Um, I don't not to switch uh, subjects, but no, the mention of singing reminded me. Um, at the end, when Sam decides to sing a rendition of of that same song, uh, I was reminded of the previous episode where um, they talk about putting some stank on it um, <laughs> while yeah, singing, yeah. and and Sam is like, kind of seems like he's trying overly hard to put yeah. some stank on his delivery there, which uh, I thought was like a kind of funny little callback. He repeats lines to sell them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to. I want to apologize to Tyler James Williams, who played Chris. Um, he's in um, Abbott Elementary, and he's great. Oh, right. Yeah, of course. He's, he's so much older now. It's like, when was that sitcom yeah. on? Yeah, it's totally. <clears throat> oh yeah, totally. Man, he was like twelve in that. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. Um, we have to do best bit. Which is, I think, a little bit trickier with an episode like this that sort of um, flows throughout. I mean, like, you know, I kind of want to say, like, 
like the Mr. Bones, but like it's it's more than a bit almost. It's yeah, like a yeah. Plot line. You, could, you could maybe just say that the final scene of him with the like falling off the stage in pies is like a bit. Yeah, but yeah, also maybe it's a crack. It, it, it doesn't stand on its own. Yeah, crack. my vote would be the exchange with a little kid. Okay, Santa. Okay, sunburn. Yeah, and then the Santa thing, and then him being like offended that he asked Santa for a huge hug and he gave it to him. I, I actually, I you know, that's a great one. And I, I just realized, I think my vote will be a different one, which is the exchange we talked about with, with Molly and the filling oh. with your balls and the oh, like good. Molly <laughs> being a terrible cop and the um, Tim kind of ribbing her about being a cop. And the that I think that's my, that would be mine. I think I'm going to be non-committal and I'm going to go co-winners again. I like <laughs> both of those. Just, yeah. This type of episode is its like a little bit tricky to do our categories. I'm also going to throw out, um, there. I don't think there was a lot of embedded I think you should leave. Um, I do think Jared's suggestion could sort of be an I think you should leave sketch. Um, his yeah. interaction with the young kid. I also think sort of the like projection yeah, like heartfelt speech in the bathroom kind of feels like a, <laughs> uh, like a season two. I think you should leave. Maybe. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could uh, see that. Um, so I think I think uh, we're wrapping up on on episode five. If people have final thoughts, um, I have one final thought, which is I mentioned this already a couple times about like, uh, Mr. Duvet's sort of like complete disregard for the content of speeches and that I feel like the very last scene is him when everyone's singing happy birthday to him and he gives his like final speech to everyone and he's like sort of presenting it as like a you know everyone has a birthday and whatever and today is my birth I'm happy because today is my birthday is how he ends it and he literally says like nothing of of any content in it other than like People have birthdays, and today's my birthday, and I'm happy. That's true. As, yeah. as like sort of his big speech to cap things off, and so but he's speaking very loudly and clearly to like the entire room, and so to him it's like a great speech, um, but it's just another sort of like example of that through line uh, theme, which I thought was a funny cap to the end of it. And and I just want to throw out uh, like a last note. Um, a lot of like last episode and actually the next episode we're going to do, which is third floor, which I think is really funny too, are written by Sam, Zach Kanan and Joe Kelly, who's the creator of Ted Lasso. So it's just kind of yeah. crazy what the writing room on the show is. And, and yeah. Tim is not credited on either episode. I actually, I actually think Tim is not credited on, credited on a lot of these and maybe it's because he was still writing for snl and mm. um i don't know there's this a question that we can investigate in there um yeah. but hmm. we are gonna shut this one down and then we're actually gonna record bonus episode another episode um, which will drop like tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> i mean we'll drop this tomorrow and then that one tomorrow 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 like afternoon. Right. signing off that's a chunky that's a chunky has always been supported by the Etsy shop of Swayzine, S-W-A-Y-Z-I-N-E. Uh, in the past, you've seen his amazing motivational posters, his um, 
at the Nighthawks Diner featuring characters from I Think You Should Leave. Uh, you also know his vintage jazz posters of Paul Bufano, Marcus the Worm Hicks, and Mookie Kramer. Um, Swayzine has a ton of new items in his shop we wanted to let you guys know about. Um, those three jazz posters have been turned into uh, attractive t-shirts. The Marcus Hicks in blue, the Mookie Kramer in green, Paul Bufano in white. He has a uh, very affordable uh, Bozo the Clown clown pewter sticker that you can put on your computer. Um, there is a Baby of the Year bib and onesie. Uh, he has Angels and Archways t-shirts, um, as well as uh, two new posters, one featuring Dangerous Nights, um, which is being framed and put on my wall, and an amazing portrait of uh, Brian from the uh, hat sketch, the insider trading sketch. Um, but the whole point of me re-recording this ad was to tell you about maybe the most innovative, I think you should leave product I've seen in my time doing this podcast, which is actual Dan Flash's shirts. So this isn't like a t-shirt that says Dan Flash on the front. This is a short or a uh, short sleeve polo or a long sleeve uh, collared shirt that has the pattern Tim Robinson is wearing in the Dan Flash's sketch, uh, affordably placed at $30. I know when I went um, to the Dan Flash's stores at the Creeks, I spent $800 out, out the door and um, didn't eat for a long time, uh, saving my per diem. Um, but if you go to Etsy, dot com slash shop slash swayzine again swayzine is s-w-a-y-z-i-n-e um you can own these shirts yourself um and we want to thank uh reggie from swayzine for his support of that's a chunky <laughs> 